What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the ANR podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your to- two hosts, Hebrew Hammer, and I am joined by Muggin. Yo. And uh, we are going to be talking about all the good stuff that's come out uh, this past week, which is quite a bit, especially in the movie realm for Marvel. Anyone that listens to the podcast know we're big Marvel heads. So, yeah, let's go ahead and first do the um, the shameless shilling. So, I just want to clarify that I am not toast. Yeah. That you are not toast? Yeah, because you were like, I'm one of your to- hosts. I thought you were going to say it. we were toast. Oh, we I, I actually think that that might have been my microphone cutting out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't worry, you're not toast. Um, all right, so shameless shilling time. Uh, make sure to check us all out on patreon.com forward slash A&R pod. We have all of our Patreon levels there. You can just take a look. And if you have any questions about it, you can contact us on discord.me forward slash A&R, where we have our Discord set up and we have a whole bunch of different areas of conversation. If you want to join in there, um, just go to the role assignment section and you can click anything that you like. Uh, next, you can also do something for free that really helps us out a lot, and that is leave five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps out a whole bunch with visibility, so please do that. Um, Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the news stuff now, though. So, hopping right in, movies and TV, MCU Phase 5 and 6 announced, um, surprisingly. Let's go ahead and talk about those in, like, secession. So, Muggin, do you want to go ahead and talk, or do you want to go through the timeline here? Yeah, sure. Let's 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 start with that. Um, let me pop up that little timeline again. Boop, boop. All right. So they basically gave us the timeline of let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven eleven objects, right? That mm-hmm. is a mix of movies and TV shows. And I, I feel like we knew about everything here except for one, which to me is honestly out of everything that's listed, it's probably one of the top four things that I'm most excited about. So we'll get really? to that one. But yeah, so, you know, the first hit is, you know, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That's February 17th, 2023. How um, are you going to want to see that one or no? Yeah, no, I mean, I like the Ant-Man movies. Uh, I, I hated them. I them to be enjoyable. So I don't know. I thought they're just funny. Goofy. The first, well, the first one was really good, actually. I shouldn't say that. But the second one, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I thought was... Uh, absolutely terrible honestly the second one had issues for sure but i think i think it had good stuff as well so um i'm I'll, let's see where they go with it is what my kind of head is fair enough um the next one is a disney plus show called secret invasion um i'm trying to find out if we know a ton about that let me scroll up here um so yeah it's the nick fury one so it's nick fury and talos which is I guess Ben Mendelsohn's character from Captain Marvel, because just so you know, I'll be honest, still haven't watched Captain Marvel. Um, I am very surprised one, you still have not watched it at all. Yet. I just don't. I I saw the character mm-hmm. in Endgame and immediately had no interest in wasting any of my time watching her on screen ever again. <laughs> so it's just I don't like that that actor, and I don't like the portrayal of her from what I saw. So I just, I'm not interested in it. So maybe one day when I'm really bored, I'll watch it. But <laughs> I also enough. heard it's not, it's not anything special. So 
and I've gone this long and none of it, nothing that's happened in it has had any actual impact on the MCU overall. So who cares? Right. Um, but this is, this goes back to the scrolls. So we're going to be going back to the scrolls. Um, you know, they've invaded earth's highest level of governments. Right. Um, it's going to be six episodes. It's, um, it's got a lot of people. It's got um, Don Cheadle's back as War Machine. Um, we've got Martin Freeman's in again, and uh, Colby Smulders. So we've got Everett Ross and Maria Hill are back. Um, you know, as well as obviously if it's Nick Fury, we're gonna have Samuel L. So that's a pretty good movie cast coming into the TV show, which is which is nice. So yeah, I think that so. one I'm interested to just to see because you know that one sounds fun. Yeah. Well, maybe hopefully they go with like a, you know, like a government espionage spy type thing that will end with a massive CGI shit fest. But um, <laughs> maybe the first five episodes will be fun. Yeah, um, I agree. What do you think about that one? I think um, for me personally, like I have net. I don't think I'll care too much. Like, the whole spy espionage government thing, like, I personally, like, that kind of stuff bores me to tears. So, if they do that, I will still watch it, but it won't be my favorite, that's for sure. But that being said, like, I do really like um, uh, the scroll character. Ben Mendelsohn, you said it was? I don't remember the guy who played the main scroll in Captain Marvel, but that guy, assuming that it's him... Um, playing the main yeah. scroll again. Talos. Talos, yeah. yes, 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 Talos. Um, I really enjoyed him as Talos, Talos so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him, I suppose. Yeah, I think the thing that I, the reason that I bring that up with the spy thing is I think when it comes to the TV shows, mm-hmm. I like, I've liked so far how each one has kind of had a its different own vibe. feel to it, its yeah. own little vibe, but the quality of MCU is there. The characters are there. The connection to everything else is there. Um, but it's, you know what I mean? So I, I've liked that feeling of the TV shows. I feel like in the TV shows, they can experiment more. You know, mm-hmm. the budgets are smaller. It's not about ticket sales and this, that, and the other thing. And then the things that work, they can then bring into the into the, the movies, right? Right. So that's, I, I, I believe that's how they're trying to use it anyway. So hopefully they continue that little trend of checking stuff out. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next? So uh, next, these are lined up on top of each other. We've got May 6th. We've got Guardians 3. Obviously, we don't need to talk too much about that other than let's go. Yeah. Let's see that movie. <laughs> um, glad uh glad it's finally got a date so may is it may 15th? and it's the last one of the of the bunch too at least james gunn's version of it like this is the last one yeah yeah I th- this is the end for him so it's either gonna you know does it go the way of thor where someone else takes over and and helms it like taika has done or you know do, do that do they not have another guardians movie and they're just part of the mcu and they come and go in that role um remains to be seen yeah we do get the origin story of rocket raccoon so that should be fun yeah that will be cool um and then without a specific date for summer 2023 we have echo um which is the show based on the character that was in hawkeye um maya lopez um wait so 
So you remember in Hawkeye, like oh. the girl that was like the the deaf girl that was yes. also, that fought him a bunch of times, and he was like you know talking to her. So her character is actually a hero named Echo. Okay. Um. So th- that was kind of like you know they they t- they're taking her and bringing her out into her own series. Okay, I did not know that, but that yeah. it, I did like her in the series, so that's cool with me. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's coming back to to, to replies that role in her own series which is great. nice um so that's listed as summer 2023 as well as loki season two yay very excited for that one yes that that so that's one of my three that i'm super excited for yeah my um, one thing is just for this four, i guess i really hope that they power up loki a bit you know because he's always been kind of like a little underpowered in my eyes and in the comics apparently mm-hmm. he's like you know super god mode tier oh yeah no no he's he's a badass i think so, yeah he, yeah we'll have to see if they if they start giving him back his stuff like if you look at loki in um his initial appearance in like avengers when he had the staff and he was like mind controlling people and stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean and he was kind of like he would just like walk in and it's like boom i'm loki and like everyone's mind control and shit starts exploding like that's the power level i think he needs to get back to and i don't know if it's he was hampered by the time continuum or he's having some crisis of faith or whatever. But Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then July, we're getting the Marvel's movie. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we're going to... It's basically movie, TV show, movie, TV show, uh, TV show, movie. Um, and then in November, we get Blade. Now, when it comes to the Marvel's, right, that's the... That's the, supposed to be the sequel to Captain Marvel, right? Right. So Brie Larson's back, um, and then Monica Rambeau, you know, Tayona Paris is back as Monica Rambeau. Um, in the, and they, they, it's after after her thing in the Wandavision where she's now great gained powers, right? Right. So we'll see. Uh, and then apparently Kamala Khan will be in it, finally getting to meet captain marvel so yep we'll see how that goes <laughs> um i think that's one that people aren't really super excited for um yeah so we'll have to see i did really like i did really like um the girl from wandavision um i, f- I forgot what her name is but like i really did like her character so monica I, rambo yeah monica rambo so i'm interested in seeing her i liked kamala khan as a character i didn't care for the story like that they Mm -hmm. had for her it was like way too flashy with not enough substance for me but like kamala khan but as a a character as a hero you're right i'm interested in that it's just a storyline around her that wasn't fitting for you but her as a character and as a story was fine yeah it's just captain marvel stupid not not a big fan of brie larson to begin with and then captain Mm -hmm. marvel she's too overpowered and broken so Yeah. yeah So then we get one that I'm also super excited about is Blade. Um, although I'm not sure, you know, I I can't believe Wesley Snipes is going to sneak in this movie somewhere. But um, I mean, it's got, possible um, that Blade could be like a moniker now, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Yeah, that, that is true. I mean, it could be a moniker. Um, we don't know. Um, but I know the guy who is taking over, and I want to say this, but I'm going to butcher the hell out of this name i think it's mahershala ali yeah that's right um is is a very good actor yeah so i think i think we'll be in good hands with him um 
I think, I mean, he's a, uh, he's definitely a fantastic actor in everything that I've seen him in, at least so far. But um, the Green Book is actually like one of my favorite movies, so he mm-hmm. killed it in that. But um, yeah, either way, really looking forward to this one. Um, I do hope that they kind of give a good explain away with Wesley's Snipes. Like they're either just going to ignore it and it's just always been him and like not say anything about Wesley Snipes or my personal headcanon is I, I hope that they, it's like Wesley Snipes passed on the role of blade to him, as I mentioned earlier. And it kind of goes like that because it's going to be a hard road. Otherwise of you're going to be constantly comparing him to Wesley Snipes, no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. At least this yeah. way, it's it's not like this one was better than that one. It's more of the passing on of it. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, and then he also gets to join. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his nuts? Now I've lost his name. Cottonmouth, who plays Captain, who plays Captain America. What's the dude's name? Chris, Chris Evans. Uh, Chris Evans, as having played two different characters in the uh, Marvel world, because he also played. Uh, Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. That's right. I actually so. totally forgot about that until I read on this thing here, Cottonmouth. I was like, oh yeah, I really liked so, him in Co- as Cottonmouth yeah. too. So he, you know, he, you know, we get to uh, have that. So that's kind of funny. Um, yeah. And then after that, in the, f- I mean, November is in the fall, but but without a date, we've got fall 2023. We've got Ironheart. So that's um, Riri Williams. Um, who I believe what is she like sixteen or seventeen? She made her own Iron Man suit, um, so she's like as smart as, if not smarter, than Tony Stark basically. But she's going to be. So I'm confused. In. Who is she? Like, have we already seen her or no? No. So you will see her in um, for the first time Wakanda Forever. Okay. She's she's going to sneak in there. Um, she's got a cameo in there of some sort that then leads into her appearance as Ironheart. Gotcha. In the okay. show. Is but this yeah, a comic book character too? I yeah. Assume? No. Okay. Yeah. It's a full blown. It's a full blown comic book character. So she's she was in the com. She's got her own comics and everything. All right. Cool. So yeah, she's just a young Iron Iron Man girl, Iron Woman, Iron Heart. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, as long as she um, can pull off the role, then fantastic. Yeah. And then um, in winter of 2023-24, we have Agatha Coven of Shadows, which I am. Very much looking forward to. It's supposed to be a dark comedy, which I am all about. Yes. Um, especially with, um, you know, Catherine Hahn being Agatha, like putting her in a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. I um, really think that we, like, collectively as, as Marvel fans, like, pushed this one into existence. Because oh, yeah. everyone was like, oh my god, Agatha was basically, like, the best part of of WandaVision, um, and I can't wait until they put this one out. This one's probably going to be my favorite series uh, to date, mm-hmm. just because she plays that role so well. The Agatha yeah. character I thought was done so well, and uh, yeah. yeah, the idea of it being a dark comedy, fantastic. Exactly. Um, and then after that, spring 2024, we have the one that nobody kind of knew specifically was coming, which is Daredevil Born Again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably the one that I was saying was one of the one I'm super excited about. Yeah. And the thing that I'm really interested to see here is, um, first of all, they're bringing back Charlie Cox as Daredevil, which obviously he was in Spider-Man. Um, yeah. They're Vincent 
D'Afrino is coming back as Kingpin, which obviously mm-hmm. we saw him in Hawkeye. Um, but the thing that's really interesting about this is they've already announced that it's an 18-episode show, which makes it double, if not triple, the length of some of these shows that we've gotten lately. Right. Um, so I'm super interested to see you know, how that shakes out. I'm sure they're going to be... I, I doubt those are going to be one-hour episodes. Oh, no um, way. Probably 30, so maybe gonna 40. Be like 30 minutes yeah. um, each. I know that the... Um, the She-Hulk episodes are thirty minutes. Okay. So even though we're getting nine episodes, it's it's you know shorter than. Boy, that's going to be really rough to do that in only nine thirty-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. So if you think about Moon Knight, it was what six forty-five to an hour-long episodes. Yeah, and even that felt a bit short. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll see how it works. The, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. And then the next one on Phase 5 is Captain America, New World Order, in which Sam will take up his shield again. Ugh, I'm so not looking forward. This is probably, like, I care about this less than Captain Marvel, uh, personally. Like, this, Sam is just such a boring character. Ugh. I am not looking forward to this at all. What about you? Um... Yeah, I mean, I didn't even watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so you know. Well, that's then I think that I got I got there. two episodes I got two episodes into it, and then just really had no interest in continuing to watch it. So yeah, um, Falcon is just he he doesn't have any of the charisma that Chris Evans had as Captain America. I just mm-hmm. I just don't buy it for a second. I've never liked Falcon as a character. Really, like ugh, I'm just not looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that they've got is July 26, 2024. We're getting the Thunderbolts show. Or is it a movie? I don't know. Is it's it a, a movie or a No, show? this one was a movie, a movie, I think. Yeah, a yeah. movie. So what I've read is that the, the, the little thing here says, The Thunderbolts is basically the Avengers, but if the Avengers committed morally, morally questionable acts of violence in the name of justice. That sounds cool. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it says funny I, over here. Uh, actually, in hindsight, that also sounds like the Avengers, because that's also true. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, is that they're actually technically all villains. Mm-hmm. So the, the MCU rumor is that the, the group will be comprised of Baron Zemo, uh, Yelena Belova, right? Um, U.S. agent, so John Walker. Right. Taskmaster and the Abomination. Yeah, will be the squad. So they're all like, you know, straight up bad guys. Bad guys. It'll be cool to see Baron Zemo in something that isn't. I mean, like I, I hated his. I at the first episode, maybe two episodes that he was in for um, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I liked him, but then it quickly made his character into shit. Um, but yeah, like I really hope that they bring his character back to good standing, at least with me. And for all the other characters that are in there, yeah, I just hope that they do a good job and make it worth actually well, watching. We know Florence Pugh will be awesome, right? Yeah, she was great yeah, in true. Hawkeye, so I'm I'm glad to see her come She's, back. And then, like I said, my boy Tim Roth, um, always happy to yeah. see him. I actually like uh, Yelena more than I ever liked um, Black Widow. 
Yeah. Even yeah, in a short amount of time. Fun. Yeah, she's just such yeah. a cool character. But yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh, and then we go into Phase 6, and we have the official logo <laughs> for the Fantastic Four and a date of November 8th, 2024. Um, yep, that's all we know. What do you think about, like, what's his name? Josh Krasinski? It's either John Krasinski John or Josh. Krasinski. John Krasinski. What do you think about yeah, him fine. as... as uh, what do you, you mean before it? he turned into spaghetti? Yeah, before Spoiler. he turned into spaghetti, obviously. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I liked him as spaghetti. That was <laughs> awesome. I really, really liked the character. I'm a Office fan, so I, mm-hmm. I loved seeing him there. I thought it worked well. Like, I really liked him in the role. Yeah, he had the right presence, I thought. Like, when he, like, teleported in with the little gizmo and sat down, I felt like he had the right... Like, his charisma and his, like, presence and the way he spoke kind of mm-hmm. felt right. Um, yeah. And I, I like him as well. I think he's a great um, actor, so. Yeah, so him I really hope entrance. that they keep him, basically. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, curious. I don't, think that, I don't think they can't. I think they have to bring him. I mean, he can't, they can't do the Fantastic Four now and not have him be. Well, they had, other, they had other characters there that weren't the correct assigned character. But they were straight out of the what ifs. Like they were basically, they, they took all the characters that like, um, people thought were cool from what if, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like, like, well, this is how we get them the NBU. But I think, (laughs) I think he was purposely cast just like bringing back, um, uh, you know, professor X. Yeah. Um, as Patrick Stewart, like that wasn't not planned. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Listen, hear hear me out on my crazy theory here, okay? Go. This Fantastic Four, they're going to pull a... Well, actually, no. Actually, I just realized they probably couldn't do that. I just thought it would be super funny if they made Chris Evans <laughs> into the Human Torch again. People have said that. People have said that because they're from like they're they're going to be pulling them probably from another multiverse. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, if they pull from would another be multiverse, if Chris Evans was, um, yeah, the, uh, human, the torch. human torch again, it'd be so but, uh, funny. I think he, I think he squashed that and said, "Yeah, dude, I'm way too old to play the t- Human Torch now." Um, you know, I basically be the Human Torch's dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. And then the, the so they've only announced three things for six, right? Mm-hmm. So but so we've gotten the titles of the two Avengers movies that will end phase six. So obviously there'll be more stuff added between in here, but we have Avengers the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Um May second, twenty twenty five and November seventh, twenty twenty five. Right. So now we're getting real far out there, right? We're like three years from now. Yeah. We'll see our next Avengers movies. Yeah. I'm glad to see that it's actually a big like um, length of time and movies and shows from now to the King Dynasty. Because, you know, we saw that thing whole, like play out in Loki with the beginning of it. And they really haven't touched anything since. So I'm glad to see there's a good amount of time to get that build up to lead to what I hope is the equivalent of a Thanos-type villain and storyline. Well, well, so are you familiar with the Secret War comics? No, not at all. So the Secret War comics is was in 2015, mm-hmm. and it 
the mainline Marvel Universe, like 626 or whatever number it is in the MCU, um, collided with another universe. Both universes were destroyed and it created a, a world, a place called the Battle World. So basically, mm. it created this like crazy, you know, universe that that was like a, a amalgamation of both of both the mainline Marvel universe and an alternate world. So there was like doubles of characters and all kinds of crazy stuff. Which, which based on that, you know, we under we could understand that if the Fantastic Four are coming in from another universe that that could be leading to that event and also it creates a the perfect slide in for x-men to come in right after phase six yeah that's true so the guess is right now i think everybody's thinking that basically phase seven which i can't believe we're talking about phase seven but would be started with an x-men movie yeah because i think like it when we already have the the uh, runway for the rest of this phase so mm-hmm. since they're not there but we know for a fact that they're coming in it only makes sense that they would do it in the next phase because uh like it has to be coming fairly soon right so yeah i think i think so here's the thing like uh, other other than professor x right mm-hmm. and, and wolverine i think just about everybody else who was in any of those movies could be relatively easily replaced maybe not magneto right but Right. If they wait long enough to release it, they can just be like, "Well, they're just too old to play these characters now. Like we, they literally can't do it. We're not going to bring in, you know, well Logan Patrick I'm, Stewart and and all that stuff to play the you know, the younger, um, you know, Professor X that we want to reboot this show with. Right. So we'll I, see I liked the other guy that though. played Professor X. I forgot what his name was, but um, James McAvoy, James McAvoy. Yeah, I really liked his. Yeah, version. he was really good. So we could we could see him. That That's that. Yeah. And the guy who played uh, Magneto. Magneto in I would that take him too. Good. Yeah. Uh, the only person that really can't hold into it anymore is Hugh Jackman as Logan. Like we're going to have to have a different um, Wolverine. Or just not have Wolverine, but I don't. No, there's no way. Yeah, they need to gambit. Obviously, we can all 100% agree there. So yeah, I mean, the question is which, where, where in the whole universe are we going to go? Because, like, I could see them like trying to. I don't know how. Like, you know, obviously they're going to make this so that the the stuff that happened in the Fox universe like didn't happen. So yeah, like, you know, do they try and redo Apocalypse? And have the four horsemen of the apocalypse and and start with Angel and have him turn into Archangel and, you know, Beast turn blue. And, you know, like, how are they going to do it? Are they going to bother with origin stories? Are they just going to show up ready to go? There's a lot of... I have a feeling it's going to be show up ready to go with origin stories as backflashes later on. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So that's the MCU that's coming. Sweet. Well, that wraps up that part, but we still do have two trailers that dropped that we want to talk about. So one is mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever, right? We yes. just got that one dropped. Yep. I We're think wrap up Phase Four with that one, I believe, right? Isn't that the last Phase Four? I believe so. Yeah, and it looks yeah, they're definitely trying to put a, a epic tone to it, right? And the oh yeah, the Very huge epic. elephant in the room is who's taking up the mantle, and they know it, and they gave us. You know, uh, the the suit, you know, only part of it you could really see, um, like the bottom right part of it. First thing I want to ask, 
who do you think took up the mantle real quick? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, I definitely... I don't from, think it's Shuri. I don't think so either, but it looks like it's definitely a woman. From the arms of the of the suit um, that you can see, they're so thin. They, so there's no way it's a dude. So it's definitely a woman, so I'm curious to well, see. Well, what, what I've heard people say is that we may see Shuri in the suit during mm. the movie, but at the end of the movie, she will pass it on to the permanent replacement. That as in... She's only in it for this whatever event is taking place, mm-hmm. and then she gives it to somebody to to carry the mantle forward. Does that make sense? Yeah. So maybe that that is her in we it, but it's not going to be. We could have just seen her. Yeah, exactly. It was it's a her tease. In it, yeah. Right to kind of throw you off, but then like a lot of people think Mbaku is going to get it. I don't um, think so. Which I'd be all about because Mbaku is awesome. He was awesome, but I don't think he's going to get it because he doesn't represent the yeah. right like outlook for it. Yeah, but um, so we'll see. But maybe look looks really good though, right? I mean, it definitely looks epic. I don't. Um, <laughs> I gotta. You don't get a real sense, to be honest, about what the like the the movie's actually about. It's a lot of discussion about how. You know, the queen has lost everything and hasn't her family like been through enough. And so obviously there's something happening here that's that's putting stress on the royal family again, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, you know, we see the the royal guard. I forget what they're called, um, you know, standing it in, you know, ready to fight and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely going to be good. I mean, I have faith. The guy did a really good job with um the first black panther so hopefully we can make that work yeah yeah i totally agree um all right well let's move on to the next one shazam fury of the gods mm-hmm. um i gotta kick off this one with i did not like the first one uh, mo- mostly because of two reasons a i thought that whenever he turned into actual shazam that he acted way more like a kid than the actual kid ever did um, so mm-hmm. there was a huge disconnect there for me. He actually turned into kind of like an idiot whenever he turned into Shazam. Um, and then the other thing was I hated the whole split up my power thing. And now everyone has my power. And I think it's such a bullshit mechanic. And certainly one to do that early on because you have to keep it up. And my challenge to that was, well, now they're going to have to do every movie with them. Because otherwise it wouldn't make sense to do it without them. Well... They did it, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Fury of the Gods, it's going to be having that entire super family again. Um, but because of that, it just doesn't feel like a Shazam, to me at least. It, it doesn't feel like it's a Shazam movie. It's it's not about Shazam specifically. It's about this family of Shazam people. So, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. The guy still seems like, whenever he turns into Shazam, like a blithering idiot. Um, but, yeah. That's that's my take on it. I'm just not super excited by it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, so I'll be honest. I haven't seen the original Shazam. I saw really? part of it. Holy cow. Yeah, I saw part of it in the theater. Um, we had taken my son to see it, and there was a scene that was extremely questionable, so we left. And um, What was the scene? I never scene? saw it after that. It was the the robbery scene. The robbery scene? Yeah, so we're very, like guns aren't toys with my son and he understands what they are and everything. But my wife was pretty appalled that 
the guy was like sitting there, oh, you shoot me again. <laughs> and the guy's like shooting him point blank. She was like, no, nah, we got to go. This is not not OK for our kids. So, yeah, OK, fair um, enough. And I would agree. Like I had heard that it was pretty tame and it was like very low key. But but at his age, I, God, I want to say he was maybe like six. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it was too much. It just wasn't comfortable with him being in there. For yeah, that. So it's a good left. point. And I just never watched it from there. Um yeah, I'm, and uh, but but even then, like what I saw of it, I was like, I'm just not interested in this. Like, it didn't really jive with me. And the thing that's weird to me is like, so we we've now seen the Black Adam trailers, mm-hmm. and he has the same lightning bolt. So it's kind of a shame that he's even associated with these idiots. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Maybe it'll be fun. I agree. I'm with you. Really I th- looking forward to Black Adam, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're going to end up with this weird thing where Black Adam is amazing and like you know, incredible movie. And granted, people really did like Shazam. It was rated very well. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it's a um, good movie. I'm sure. I just it wasn't for me. But I all. yeah, I do fun. feel like I do feel like there's going to be like a tier level of difference between Black Adam and Shazam in regards to the movies and and how they're seen. Like this kind of goofy ass hero. Him's going up against Black Adam, which is going to be what, from the looks of it, like the coolest uh, movie that DC's ever done. Basically, it's mm-hmm. just going to feel like the the mashup when they meet is going to be really stupid. But if they meet, if they meet, yeah. Um, but anyways, I, you know, and the, and and I think the Black Adam movie is designed is supposed to herald in the end of the Snyderverse and the beginning of wherever they're going to go from here. So the Rockverse. The Johnson verse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on uh, to the next thing here. And that is Meta, which is um, Facebook, uh, increases price of Quest by $100 and adds absolutely no features for doing it. So do you want to talk a little bit about that one? Yeah. So, you know, Meta bought Oculus. And, uh, you know, to stake their claim as the, you know, they want to be the leaders in the VR metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. So they announced this week that that August 1st, they would be raising the price of both of their VR headsets by $100, stating that, you know, they, they it's been a loss leader, you know, to try and get traction in the marketplace to allow people to, to, to buy into VR and you know, much like PlayStation and, and this, that, and the other thing, cell phones and, and whatever, that that's come to the point where they can no longer take the loss and that it was either increase the price of the hardware or, you know, lay people off and reduce the amount of money that they're putting into like R and D and research in pushing the metaverse forward. So they opted to, you know, let the consumer pay that. And and the big problem that a lot of people are seeing is they're saying but VR hasn't hit the mainstream yet. It's still this thing that nobody has. Like mm-hmm. the people that have it have it, but it's like it hasn't gotten to the point where it's it's ubiquitous like a like a you know, a smartphone is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's so, not enough development in the space really, at least to like kind of make it something that even people that already have it are like, Oh yeah, I'm so into VR. Like at least for me, I have a quest. And I barely touched the thing. I mean, I played. I'll tell you, this is how this is how this is how I know that it's not doing well is because mm-hmm. I just now found out that you have a quest. You've never ever gone like, dude, I checked this thing. Well, out yeah, in VR. There's nothing really bonkers. to talk about with it. Yeah. The only the only thing I've seen in in years 
on that was uh, that Rogue Squad that um, what was the X Wing game that came out? Um, Rogue, yeah, it was Rogue Squadron, right? Yeah, the the one that just came out recently. Um, yeah, like eight months that ago. That EA so. put out was like a cheaper price, but it was like really good. Yeah, um, was that that game in VR was just bonkers awesome. Um, and I've also heard things like Skyrim VR is actually really good. Skyrim well. VR sucks. I don't. Um, I don't know what anyone is talking about. Whenever they say that, I tried it. It was absolutely tele- terrible. The whole teleport yeah, system Half Life Alex or whatever. Half Life Alex, legitimately great. I got that one from Chu, and I did play it. and It was fantastic. Um, and then obviously Beat Saber, staple, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, outside of that, basically everything I've tried is aggressively mediocre at best. So well, yeah, and 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 the problem and the reason for that is really simple: is that there's not enough people with it to warrant putting in all that all extra investment. time and money yeah. to make it VR. It's like I can just push this thing out and sell you know five million copies to every PlayStation owner you know that you know ten million whatever. Uh, you know, put it on the PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, freaking TV, phone, whatever, and I'll make way more money on any one of those platforms than I will off the VR. And but I got to pay more money to put the VR in, so why bother? Yeah. So that's that's the issue that you're looking at. So most of the VR stuff, from what I can tell, is like indie stuff, where there's these guys trying yeah. to make a name for themselves in an indie environment to get hired by a bigger company to take to take take them into the VR space. Um, and and most of Meta's stuff is is all around chat rooms and crap, which is like yeah. who gives a crap about chat rooms. So anyway, I agree. It's a bad time to do it. It's a mistake. I think a lot of people do, but you know, whatever. Yeah, this is going to hurt them more than help them. I think in the end, but you know, we'll see. Um, yeah. All right, next, uh, going on to the gaming section. So um, the analog pocket has finally arrived, and it. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. The analog pocket's been out. It's been finally yeah. hacked. Correct. And this there is a weird go. thing because it, it, the analog pocket looks bonkers awesome. Uh, it's super expensive for what it for 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 it though. And it the big the big thing about the analog pocket is basically it is the best version of a Game Boy ever made. Um, right. And the way that it's built, it, it uses these things called cores, but it's from this FCP architecture where when you create a core, it it, the, the it's actual hardware emulation not software emulation so on their circuit board you can reconfigure their circuit board to literally be a game boy or right. a game boy color or a game boy advance or an atari Lynx or a game or a game gear all these old pieces of hardware can run natively on their hardware uh, by turning in on and off different things that are already on their circuitry Mm-hmm. So it's true hardware emulation, but also it runs off of the original cartridges. So you stick an actual Game Boy cartridge in this. The benefit is it has a Retina display. It's high resolution. It's full color. It's it's everything about it is awesome. But wasn't that the issue it's, with it at the same time? Was that it required the cartridges? Well, no. And I mean, the, the people that bought this thing didn't care because they had collections of cartridges anyway. But but and and on top of that, you could just throw an EverDrive in it, and which an EverDrive is basically. You can, you can plug it into any Game Boy or Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance. There's one for each one. You put all your ROMs on that cartridge. It's a Game Boy cartridge. You snap it into a Game Boy and it boots your Game Boy and lets you run ROMs right off the cartridge slot. Mm, okay. So the analog pocket could do that as well. Okay. Um, but then you got to buy an EverDrive, and EverDrive's like 130 bucks. 
So now you spent $300 on this hardware and then you spend another 130 bucks and da, 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 da. And people were just like, why can't we just run it off the SD slot? So they had promised when they built it that they were going to release this development kit that would allow people to create their own FCPs mm-hmm. cores and, and like basically build their own har- hardware and stuff. And um, they finally released it. <laughs> The, the beta of it mm-hmm. and within like 30 minutes uh in an, like a new user opened up like a github and dropped a core for game boy color and a core for game boy advance mm-hmm. um that perfectly emulate the game boy color and game boy advance just like the hardware does but will run roms off the sd card oh wow okay. so you just so download the these you and want install it. them and then you can just put all your ROMs on your SD in your micro SD and snap it in and, and party. And so everybody thinks it's the developer <laughs> that builds all the cores for um, Analog Pocket because he's done it before and he's just they're just doing it a little bit more low key so people don't uh, so they can't get in trouble. Right. Because a lot of the things that's happening with it could only be done by someone who has inside knowledge of how the system works to uh, do it that fast. Okay. Like, no one could get that and then create that in 30 minutes. Like, right. Of course. <laughs> so, like, they didn't even wait like a day. But, so anyway, it just, I think it brings more value to the system if you can get one. They're still pretty hard to get. They're kind of like Steam decks, where mm-hmm. if you order one right now, you wouldn't get it for eight months. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the next thing now. And that is going to be Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent Global Launch for mobile, correct? Yes. So, yeah. Was this even on your radar? Yeah, dude, it was. But I've been so busy. Like, I was doing something today. And I was like, and I saw something where someone was talking about. I was like, what the hell? And then I, I, you know, I found the Discord and I was checking around. And apparently it came out about three days ago. And like, because everyone on the Discord is still like re-rolling. But um, (laughs) the thing that's interesting about this one is it is is a gotcha game. Right. um, As far as the characters. But the the storyline is 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 ubiquitous of the characters in it um but uh it's a single player game only there is no interaction with other people at all mm-hmm. um so it's it's kind of interesting in the fact that it is a fully fledged story driven octopath rpg just wrapped in a free-to-play mobile skin and from what i've heard it's been out in japan for almost a year now and it's doing really really well over there um People say it's relatively friendly, but there is a lot of grinding, but you can get through the whole game. Um, When the game boots up, within 10 seconds, they give you one of the five stars for free. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so they give you a, you get like, they they tell the story and like the character drops down and it's one of the five stars in the game. It's always a five star. It's just one of them. So you can literally re-roll for your best five star in like 12 seconds. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and then and then it's about you get to you play a little bit longer, you get the ten pole, and then you try and get the second five star. So there's actually a really strong pair that like everybody's after. Um, so you try to get one of one of those two in the in the start one, and you just restart until you get one of the two, and then you play the next like ten minutes, which is like the battle tutorial and a couple of like menu tutorials, mm. and then you get to do your ten pole, and then you find out if you, you get to do a ten pole and then three ticket pulls and then. Um, so you can do 13 and then you can do technically two more from the crystals that you have. And then you can quickly earn two more crystals to do a third one. So you can do 16 pulls plus your free five star in like, I don't know, under 10 minutes. Right. 
I mean, that that is pretty yeah. amazing. And you can re-roll on your phone, uh, Hebrew, so you can do it right on your iPhone. Yeah, the only question is that it's a single-player game, though. Like, that's the that's yeah. the downside for me. But I probably will give it a go, because yeah. I, I do like the look of it. So, yeah. yeah, it's worth a shot, but... Yeah, the other two I was checking out was um, Counterside, which I'm already kind of like on. But um, the other one I was looking at was um, Artery Gear, and I was re-rolling on it a little bit the other day on my lunch hour to see if I could get something. That one's been out for like, I don't know, a month and a half. Right. But uh, it's it seems interesting, so we'll see. Okay, well, yeah. We'll see how it goes with that one. I probably will give it a shot and just, you know, talk about it next week a little bit as far as how yeah, it goes. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that 2.5D yeah, same. Uh, remake style. I'm, like, dying for Final Fantasy VI to show up in that or Chrono Trigger. <laughs> uh, like, come on, dude. Like, when those drop, I will pay whatever it costs to buy them. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Mario Kart Expansion Pass. Um, it's actually going to have a new course this time along with uh seven other returning courses so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool this new one is is pretty crazy looking too it's a yeah dude it looks bonkers yeah it's like an ice cream sunday world <laughs> yeah. um so yeah all, all kinds of crazy stuff going on on oh, yeah i think it's neat i think people are kind of like um like that like people weren't expecting anything new because it was kind of said that it was going to be all like just remakes like they were taking basically all of the courses that w- from from every Mario Kart game that wasn't in Mario Kart 8 already is right. re- was basically rebuilt for Mario Kart 8 and that's what these were and they were going to roll out in like two or three stages or whatever as part of the expansion pass mm-hmm. and it was a ton and then now they're going hey we're actually going to have this brand new one uh you know, which is pretty cool. Right. Um, so we'll see how that goes and if they keep doing it. But I just recently went ahead and upgraded my um, Switch Online to the, like, the better version, the Switch Online Plus Expansion Pass. Right. Um, because, because Zach's been, my son's been wanting Animal Crossing's expansion for a while. Um, and I've wanted the Nintendo, um, the N64 games. But then this Mario Kart 8, expansion pass is also part of the upgraded switch uh, okay, gotcha. so i got this 30 dollar expansion pass the 30 dollar animal crossing i get nintendo 64 games and now i also get those sega genesis games so in your mind I, definitely I worth all of that that whole thing is extra, worth it yeah it was, it was only an extra like 45 bucks for the family plan okay or 50 bucks or something like that and i got like 60 dollars worth of expansion plus two more virtual console systems with free games coming every month so it was like at that point when the Mario Kart got added, it became that worth it for me. Do you know what I mean? Right. And yeah, if I cancel Nintendo Switch Online, I'll lose it. But what, I mean, let's be honest. Am I gonna all of a sudden go? Well, I don't need online for my Switch. Yeah, when my Switch goes in the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> and like. Fair enough. So that is a good point. <laughs> it got to that point. Uh, do you still do you still play it? Like, I mean, how often do you play Mario Kart? Um, I don't play it very often, but my son still plays it a bit, and I, we wanted to dive back into the new courses. Like, he had kind of started to get old, bored of the courses, so, like, to me, this is, like, the thing that brings it back, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's a ton of courses, and they're releasing them in, like, groups, like, with a time gap in between. So it's like, oh, let's go play the new courses, and then we'll play other things. And, oh, let's go play the new courses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about um, Sony doing some good stuff. So every mainline Yakuza game... Is coming to PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah. Have you played That's any sweet. of the Yakuza games? 
No, I always wanted to, but again, like, I don't have the time. They're Same. big games, man, but they're supposed to be so good. Yeah, I've only heard good things about them, and the fact that they did go over there, I might actually go ahead and try to play the series a bit. Um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, like, I am, I've only heard great things about it. Um, I'm looking through um, the games that I actually right now, and just like, yeah, I really should play this game. Um, but yeah, it's basically about, you know, the criminal underworld of uh, the Yakuza. So you can't ask for too much more. And PlayStation Plus subscribers, you know, you got to work out that whole new tier system that they have, right, mm-hmm. to make sure that you it's available to you. But um, I, if I remember correctly, PlayStation Plus subscribers got moved over to automatically to the very similar version, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I don't. I don't have a PlayStation. Oh yeah, you don't have 5. a PlayStation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a PlayStation Four, but I don't have any of their services because right. I just don't get a chance to play it very often. I'm, I gotta re up my Game Pass though because the TV. I played it for like three days on the TV before mine expired, mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting. I'm kind of like I'm being a little bit of a miser here. I'm, I'm waiting for the one dollar trick to work again, mm-hmm. and then I'll buy three years of gold. And then just make a new Xbox account and convert it all to um, uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Right. So it was working a few months ago. Now it's not working again. So it kind of comes and goes. So I'm just kind of keeping my eye out for that to happen. And then I'll just buy them. Because then you can get like for 180 bucks ish you can get three years of Game Pass Ultimate, which is less than the cost of one year. Right, right, right. So. Fair enough. All right. Um, I'm cheap. They pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's talk about GTA. So um, the new GTA game, uh, GTA 6, it's going to be co-starring a woman, and it will be. It promises to be more culturally sensitive. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. set in Miami, and the release date for it is likely years away still. So first of all, mm-hmm. long time since we've had new GTA. So the fact that it's years away still is not super promising. Um, the idea of a uh, co-star character being a woman it seems like it'll be uh latina that's cool yeah like i'm all for that i think that that's fine um yeah and it's supposed to basically be loosely based on bonnie and clyde so the the main characters will be a guy and a girl that are like you know the robbery ride or die basically yeah yeah um so yeah in the fictional version of miami florida uh, and its surrounding areas. That is a so. cool, yeah. That is a cool like place to do it. I think. Like, I like the setup for it. Basically, is is yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be similar. To, I mean, if it's anything like Vice City, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. I mean, we don't know what time period it's set in by this by the images that they're showing in this article. And I don't know if these images are for it or not. Um, but you know, it doesn't look like it's old school. There's like drones, you know, flying around. Yeah. And got huge retro, you know, futuristic looking weapons and stuff. So, um, I don't think it's going to be like vice city where it was a, um, you know, eighties inspired. I think it's going to be modern thing. Yeah. The only thing is the, we'll be culturally sensitive. I, I find that mm-hmm. strange whenever like, in, in a GTA world, you know what I mean? Like, we want it's a GTA world, but it's going to be a culturally sensitive GTA world. It's like, I mean, like, why draw the line there? We're killing people, robbing people, like, doing literally the worst things ever to people, but we're also going to be more culturally sensitive about it. It doesn't make much sense. Well, I think, I think what they're saying is they're not going to have perf- 
purposely derogatory or transphobic or racist things in it. They're going to try, uh, try to make sure that while you're running around murdering people, you're an equal opportunity murderer. You know I guess I mean? that's just weird to me whenever there's like, <laughs> it's like, well, we're still going to have murder, killing, and rape, but yeah, like, you know, yeah, we're going to be like a little nicer to... Taking, yeah, you're literally taking a game that's about being a criminal, like a hard criminal. Yeah. Someone in the comments of this article that I, I was looking at said, I hope she'll end up as equally bad, horrible, and morally compromised as every other GTA main character. The kind of character you know should be sent to jail for a lifetime, but you still kind of like nonetheless. Wouldn't be GTA otherwise. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Hopefully both characters are yeah. treated the same. But yeah, it's it's just, I, I find that line of just incredibly arbitrary and hypocritical basically in yeah. in this game so you know it is what it it's is just, i wish we could get to the point for me with gaming and, and and everything i wish we could just get to the point that you just did that and you didn't have to tout it like just yeah. do it just just don't be an asshole right like don't be a bad person don't be racist don't be transphobic don't be um homophobic don't be anti-semitic just don't do it just just it shouldn't be like this special case that you decided not to be an asshole. Like, just don't be an asshole. Like, don't, you don't, you shouldn't have to like wave the flag that like, Oh, we're being inclusive. It's like, just be inclusive. You're not being inclusive. If you have to say that you're inclusive because you obviously didn't do it well enough because you're afraid someone's going to come out and say that you're not being inclusive. So you're trying to get ahead of it to say, we're going to do everything we can to be inclusive. Do you know what I mean? It's like if people would just stop playing this stupid game of like trying to be the most inclusive and just just right. be a good person and write good stories that 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 are based around the world around us caught up with the times. You know what I mean? Of of inclusivity and, you know, all the things that we're trying to be a better a better world and just mm -hmm. put that in the art form that is video games and movies and TV and books and all that shit we'd probably be in a much better spot with the real world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it doesn't, it's not, not about having that pin on your shirt that said you did it. It's just, it's just done. And it's just part of how we operate. Well, I just I think that like, that's my rant for the day. Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> my thing is similarly, like my thing is with, with GTA, it's kind of like you have yourself a unique opportunity where you, you have gotten away with being one of the highest selling games of all time with having the worst of all aspects of humanity inside of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you're actively participating in it even. And I just think like, that's a unique spot to be in and why not utilize it and show the world? Cause one thing I don't like is showing the world in a way that it absolutely isn't like you're, you're, you put in this, this world, this utopic world with rose tinted glasses everywhere. And, um, you don't get the bad parts of society. Here they can show the yeah. really shitty parts of society and we can actively go beat the shit out of the shitty parts mm -hmm. of society. Yeah. You know, give me a, a flaming racist that I have to go beat the shit out of with a baseball bat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give me that. I don't want it muted from the game because it's not nice in today's well, that's society. The thing. I think I think what they're trying to say is like, if you're going to be operating in a criminal group, that you're a criminal group. That mm -hmm. you as the player need to interact with and be friends with basically won't be that way. Maybe your bad guys will to shed light on the fact that that's what bad people do. But um, 
I think I think that's kind of the lens that they're looking at it on, and that makes sense. I mean, you don't want to be the guy that's associate you that's working for those idiots. You want to be the guy beating those guys exactly, up, right? exactly. So, it's all about so perspective. I think that's what they're kind of. I think that's what they're trying to say is that the perspective of the player and the people surrounding the player will be more inclusive, and that you will go and beat the shit out of the assholes. Right. All right. Anyway. Well, let's go ahead and move on. We'll see what ends up happening with that, but let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. So this is Kotor, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, it's on hold indefinitely. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, the remake. The remake yeah. is supposedly on hold. On Apparently hold they fired the director again. So something. I don't know what is going on with this, but it's not great. I was really looking forward to doing to playing the remake, but yeah. So I'm I am not sure what to make of this. I'm pretty sad. Hopefully they do figure it out. Um, what about you? Were you planning on playing it? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm a huge KOTOR fan. I mean, I just bought KOTOR on my Switch because I wanted to play through it again. And I just, I have it on my phone, you know, on my tablet. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I want a controller. Um, but, uh, so, I, I mean, I, I started a playthrough on it, I don't know, a month or two ago. And I haven't really had a chance to finish it, but it's on my list. And uh, I think the problem is, is that they, they <laughs> Asper's a good group. I mean, they, they've done some great ports. And right. um, I think the problem with this, because it's a remake rather than a port, is that they're trying to be really sensitive to the fact that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is probably the best expanded universe content that we've gotten. Definitely. Easily. Outside of a couple of books. I mean, the, the, the characters that are in that are amazing. The storyline was great. I mean, Revan is probably one of the most, like, fandom characters there is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when it comes to expanded universe stuff, like, I just think they're trying to be really smart about it. And I just think they're, I think they're going through kind of, I think the problem is they're going through kind of standard growing pains of like, what are we doing here? And because it's such a high profile thing, we're just seeing that a lot closer than we would if it was like a game that's much more hush hush. That's just being development and they don't announce it until they've gotten far enough to to do it kind of thing. Right. No, I, I I agree. And it's going to be a shame if it doesn't come out because I I really do want to, play it but it is what it is at this point i suppose yeah i mean i think it's going to come out eventually i just think it's going to be longer than they anticipated is all yeah all right well that pretty much wraps up the show for today yeah we are all finished up mcu (laughs) big mcu stuff um but yeah that's going to do it so thank you all so much for listening this week we really really appreciate it and um yeah we will see you guys next week peace